30 and Nerdy Podcast is presented by Advertising Expressions. With so many ad specialties available, there is a huge opportunity for professionals like yourself to boost ROI and leave a lasting impression with your customers. Our mission is to help you create long-lasting relationships with your clients through the power of promotional products by getting your name in front of as many people as possible for as long as possible. We can help you today. Call Advertising Expressions, the place that the nerds use, at 423-586-3270. Ask for Zach and tell them the 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? Welcome back to another episode of the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, the Duke of Nerds, the captain of content, the sweet tea of the nerdy South, Tyler Mack, and joined for the first time in a long time. We're back together. It's it's a quick one, but we're we're here. He's the juicy one. He's the doctor of nerdonomics. He's out to make Earth nerd again. <laughs> Dr. Davis. What's that? Uh, my friends, ladies and gentlemen, so good to be back. Uh, life has been rather chaotic for the two of us here lately. So, uh, you know, talking nerd has sort of had to hit the back burner for a little mm. bit. But, you know, we didn't want to keep the people waiting Mm-mm. you know, for too long without a word from us. So we're back together. We're here. And we are trying to make Earth nerd again. Well, I remember I texted you on the other day and said, dude, we turned four today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like it just kind of went by. Our little baby's growing up. It's just like, oh, so we turned four today and we're both so busy that not really a lot of time to like I'm in a I'm in a show and then going from that show into assistant directing another show. Oh yeah. Just finished a show. Yeah. We've got a con coming up. Yeah. Got a kid. Ah, Life, man. That's life. That's what all the people say. Yeah. So uh, we thought we'd pop in here for a quick little uh, update on our lives and catch up. And as you're listening to this, may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. And of course, also a very happy birthday to my amazing wife, Maddie. Happy today, birthday, Madison. May the fourth is her birthday. That's right. What a day to be born. I know, right? She picked a good one. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> Could you imagine if it was like that, if we actually could pick our birthdays? Hmm. Well, no one, no one would be born on Christmas because that's got to be the worst birthday to have. Worst competition ever. Absolutely terrible. Um, I don't know. I, I would pick Halloween. Oh yeah. But, but wouldn't, wouldn't the festivities Uh, overshadow? Then you could just. You're the Halloween baby. You're the pumpkin king. Every ha- birthday party is a Halloween party. Oh, when I was a kid, I had a friend named Anthony uh, whose birthday was Halloween, and his nickname was Boo. Nice. Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't pick the birthday that I have because my birthday is in the summertime, mm-hmm. which is is a good thing, really. But 
like as a kid in school and stuff, like you never had your birthday on a school day. So like you didn't get all the extra special attention and stuff. Yes. So like, you know, when kids would get their birthday called out over the intercom or like there'd be a party in class or something, I was always like, man, I'll never have this because I'm a summer baby. That's really not what it's cracked up to be. I always hated it. Yeah. It's weird. And I say it all the time, you know, like despite being a theater kid, I hate a lot of like, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, I, I actually, I'm, and, I'm and the, the older you get, yeah. the more of just a day it becomes. Yeah. You're just like, well, ugh, just another day. And there's nothing <laughs> like shooting down all the hopes and dreams of young folks. It's like, oh, yeah, it's my 21st <laughs> birthday. It's like, oh, yeah, all you have to look forward to now is 25 and you can rent a car. After that, <laughs> it's all downhill. I Live it up while you can, kid. I know. And just because they call you an adult at 18 doesn't mean jack in the real world. Not a thing. Oh, so yeah, life's been a little hectic, but, you know, we're both doing things we love and loving things we do, uh, as, as tired as it makes us. Your show is very funny. Oh, how, thank you. How has the back end going into these last few weeks of school been the last few weeks of school can be kind of tough because basically mid April hits and the kids think, ah, school's almost over. It's time to just start to relax. Mm. Testing is over. Yada, yada, yada. So it's hard to keep the kids focused and engaged and motivated and yada, yada, yada. So I don't enjoy that part, but I always look forward to summer. I love summertime Mm -hmm. and uh, looking forward to all the great things we've got planned in uh, the theater department at my school next year. So, um, you know, it's it's been great. We've had a lot of kids excited about theater this year and a lot of kids have been involved and a lot of kids are wanting to be involved. So uh, despite all the times that I complain about how hard and stressful and aggravating my job is at the end of the day, I'm, proud to say that i'm i'm making strides towards the goals that i've set for myself and for the department so i shouldn't complain but who would i be if i didn't yeah i wouldn't be me because that's me that's that's what i'm getting at but yeah yeah i get that Uh, yeah we 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 closed the show and uh it had a lot of shakespeare stuff in it and uh, that was sort of a challenge but you know we and we had a lot of snags on the way to opening we had a kid literally break a leg we had illnesses we had a kid get suspended before we (laughs) opened we had all sorts of things that 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 could happen definitely happened i had to step in and do a role despite being retired from the stage but we christ (laughs) i say that but like i've done it twice in one year and it's been because of these darn kids so it's their fault well, when you say like retired uh, i picture like you're getting a settlement like a retirement package from community theater man i should like, yeah, like you're getting paid a stipend well, every month is long overdue <laughs> still waiting on that check ah I'll be waiting forever and I, I appreciate you and madison coming to see it it was such a tough road to get there as it always is, but the magic happens like mm. it always does. Always That's does. why we love it. You sort of forget about that terrible, terrible process. Yeah. Once you get to the opening night and I, you know, they, <laughs> the, the kids called me out. We had a, 
every every day after we open a show, I usually open on a Thursday, we like to sit in a circle and I have everyone go around the circle and say, what was your favorite part of, of the night? And one of them said, my favorite part was when we were bowing and when Mr. D was on stage with us because he had to bow with us. He had the biggest smile on his face when he was watching us. He had that proud dad smile. So we knew we had done a good job. <laughs> done a good job. And I was like, yeah, you got me. You got me. <laughs> so, tell, tell us about, about your life. you got a show coming up. Yes. Uh, directing a show. Yes. Directing a show. This one um, is the 39 Steps. We open in two, uh, Friday. So by the time you're listening to this tomorrow, um, tonight will be final dress as they're listening to this. Uh, I'm the lead, so it's a lot of lines. Uh, but it's based off the novel that Hitchcock did the movie about 39 steps mm -hmm. but the play is done as a farce so it's more comical and situational comedy as opposed to the it's the same spy story but it's got common like comical elements because there's only four cast members mm -hmm. so you have two cast members that are called clowns playing 12 multiple. other parts, yeah. multiple other parts, different accents, different. Some, the guys are playing girls. They're playing Scottish. They're playing British. They're playing German. They're, they're all over the place. And then there's one girl playing all three girl parts, but due to scheduling and still, you know, just the worry of how fast paced the show is and some physicality of the show. And like, some of us are involved in so many projects for the first time encore implemented understudies for all the parts so the clowns have understudies i have an understudy and the girl has an understudy now they're all going to get their own show which is fair Mm -hmm. I think that if that's the route you're going to take yes then they absolutely deserve a show i agree um and I have a prior engagement the night of the 12th for a work thing that I can't get out of. So my understudy will step in for that. And so, and it's been great. And my understudy, uh, he moved here from uh, India six years ago. Brilliant kid. And he's not a kid. He's like close to our age. <laughs> But I just say kid because like this I hope people still friend. refer to us as kids, yeah. man. Yeah, I know like, they don't, but I wish. Yeah. His name's Vishal, and he's this brilliant engineer, and uh, he's doing great. His uh, Richard Hannay is different than mine. You know, one clown does something. You know, Stephen does something different than Scott, or you know, Cassandra does something different than Kara. You know, and, and that's what I love, have enjoyed about this understudy aspect of it. Because uh, he'll get to do a show with Kara when I'm out. And Kara is also Mrs. Potts in Knoxville's Beauty and the Beast. So she has this big rehearsal that she has to be at this Sunday. So Cassandra will do a show with me. So we get to kind of cross interact with different casts. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, I get to do a, a lot with Eric Bullard, which is great. And Scott. Uh, which is awesome. I mean, they, they're just, it's, it's a great fast paced, funny moment. 
I don't know if you knew this. I read that part for Joe Powell like 11 or 12 years ago. Wow. Yeah, they at the Theater Guild did it. They called me and, and asked me to read it with them. So I came and read it. And then Joe was like, okay, so, hey, you want to do the part? <laughs> I was it like, sounds like Joe. <laughs> uh, and, I, you know, at the time I was sort of like, yeah, okay, maybe. Uh, I don't know. And then there was like a school thing that I absolutely could not get out of. I think the the state board of education mm-hmm. came to my college and the uh, education department asked me to play piano for the dinner or something. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I have to do that. So I got out of it. But yeah, I know that's it's a crazy, like fast paced, fast. There's a lot going on. A lot of yeah, accents. I remember. Well, I mean, for the first time, and really, I've only ever played, and this is going to sound weird coming, if you're listening to this and you're not a theater person. The term I'm about to say in the theater world means something different than what it sounds. The straight man. Yeah. In theater world, it's just the normal. Normal. I have some funny moments, but it's like the straight man is what everything is happening around. Leonard in the Big Bang. Yes. Leonard in the Big Bang. The straight man. And I've only ever played the straight man one other time than this. Jim in the office. Yeah. Jim in the office. He's the straight man more lines but it, but it's also easier in an aspect of i don't change i always think that those parts are a lot harder because for me when i used to be on stage a lot i was always really good at the big character roles the mm-hmm. farquads and the gastons and the big villains and mm-hmm. you know the funny like big outspoken parts the the straight up guy or like the romantic lead or whatever mm-hmm. like i was never comfortable with that i was never good at that like i desperately wanted to play romeo in college and didn't get it and i was furious about it at the time but it turned out to be the right choice you know but you were a great so, tibble i yeah uh, i was okay it is what but, it is. I mean, and, and I do agree. I do. I do think like during the rehearsal process, like there'd be times where the other two clowns would be trying to differentiate some accents and stuff like that amongst characters. And one would, one would always ask me, he's like, you're, you're good at this stuff. You're good with the voices. You're good with the different accents. And I'm like, but I'm not a clown. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have that strength. Like I could have easily slid into that part but Wes made me the 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 lead the Richard Hannay character which is fun I mean it's you know getting to do this whole spy craft type story you know a different a Nazi agency is conspiring conspiring against the UK and all that that old vintage 20s 30s spy story which and it's it's great but then right after that uh we dip into hello dolly which is the summer musical and i'm assistant directing for candace and we've got a great cast and the only reason i'm not in that is because the first weekend uh first really the first weekend going into the second week uh i'll be in disney so couldn't do it good reason good reason to miss yeah i'm excited about that one because i got some of my little kiddos who are gonna be a part of that yeah it's a couple that i uh sort of nudged in the direction yes we were very thankful for that we needed some more ensemble roles and it was you got some good boys there it was it was it was cool because when we were after our second day of auditions we were like we're gonna have to fill some ensemble parts like we need some guys and i just sat there and like was dead quiet for a second and then and then i went "Ooh, i'll text josh 
<laughs> and I was like, I have that out now. Like I can yeah. just text the theater teacher at Jeff County and be like, Hey man, we need some guys. Could you just, I was like, don't worry, Candace, I'm on it. I got a hookup. Let me just text my, my plug here real quick. And see I got you what? Some guys. Three, three, four, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. You got my Troy Bolton. I did. I'm excited to. He's a hard to, worker. He's going to gonna do a good job for you. Work with Robbie. Yeah. Uh, especially after the last two times seeing him as Troy and then seeing him in the slash show. And he's just so nice and excited when I walk up to him. So I was like, oh, hey, you know, he is. It'll be cool. It'll be really cool. Great kid. And then great, great after kid. Hello Dolly, I am uh, producing a, I don't know if it's one night only or one weekend, a murder mystery for Encore. And just a quick little fun one, one night fundraiser cocktail, stuff like that. And then, Josh, I have something to tell you. Okay. I floated a little idea to the AD of Encore Theatrical. Candace, a good friend of ours. And she took it to the fundraising company. And they were like, this is brilliant. Oh, my God. Tell Tyler this is an amazing idea. We're going to start doing readers theaters of office episodes. (gasps) Big Bang. (gasps) Parks and Rec and Golden (gasps) Girls. And just because they are free to do (gasps) this style. You just get the script and you cast it and you just do it like one night. So <laughs> my heart can't take it. <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm coming out of retirement. <laughs> I was like, you know, you just do it one night and like, you know, you do a couple episodes, like get out Prater Hall, sell cocktails, cast it. You read through the episode like you do dinner party as an episode and do another episode. And then afterwards, Candace, like afterwards, we'll do like office trivia. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is it's new. It's a performance but it's not expensive and people love the office <laughs> yes <laughs> she was like tyler this is brilliant i was like well i've been saying for 10 damn years that someone I needs can't to do this stuff that that's even a thing we can get away with yeah readers theaters you can do movies you can do television just like a script read what mm-hmm. okay yeah okay so i'm out of retirement officially yeah. i, I, I you would will I do any part of any of those things can we do a can we do a a, a, a gender bend on golden girls i i want to be blanche well, i think <laughs> we can try <laughs> oh i say dorothy that just doesn't look good on you <laughs> no one of my favorites is when they're trying to tell blanche that rose's friend or someone is a lesbian right and they're mm-hmm. like you know you know no, blanche she's a lesbian and she goes lesbian lebanese and they're like no no blanche lesbian 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 (laughs) i think one of my favorites is when they have to go to therapy they all end up in therapy with with this guy and they're telling different versions of a story and it plays out and i was like if you read that you'd have different like men coming in and out of the scene and it was like yeah you just you get the script to the episode you you know donation gets you in the door you sit there with you might have one read through as a cast like the a couple of days before and then like you know you have easels in front of you you're sitting in a chair and you're just music stands yeah and yeah then boom i just taught readers theater in my theater mm-hmm. one kids that's crazy um 
yeah, I would kill to do anything in the office. Like I would be Hank if I had to, <laughs> you know, like, I don't care. I'll, I just want to be a part of I'm that. I'm putting on my socks. I'll be there in a minute. I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> and so we started me spouting out and episodes. the blues, me and the blues. I own one eighth a timeshare. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm so yeah. excited about this. I, yeah. This is the most exciting news that I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Biggest said, news in the business today. And I said, and I could easily run and cast a, a Big Bang episode for you. She went, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I would you, do mean, that too. you can do them once every couple of months as a little quick fundraiser or get a group together. You know, I mean, you could do, you could also do like two or three in one night, yeah, like make it night. a night yeah. of classic TV yeah. or a night of modern comedy yeah. TV. Cause then you could open up like Andy Griffith. Yeah. I love Lucy, you know, the classics bring it, you yes. know, bring a whole different generation. And then, you know, so she was like, they're on board. And I said, well, you just tell them that I have tons of great ideas. And if they ever need a good one, <laughs> Oh, I was uh, pushing that two-man show starring the mm-hmm. two of us a couple years ago. So, be good. Just have to find a good script. Yeah, that's the problem. They're out there somewhere. A comedy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, a comedy. So I, I came up on a little news thing here <laughs> that I, I thought that would be interesting to to run past you. Okay. Uh, Matthew Lawrence was recently i saw this you saw this uh matthew lawrence said that he was some uh, a a very high profile hollywood director oscar winning oscar winning who he did not name Mm -hmm. uh had told him that he was going to have him audition to be the next big marvel hero Mm -hmm. and he showed up at his hotel room ding 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 red flag red flag and he was told, I'm going to have to take pictures of you and you're going to have to like. Uh, the director was in his robe. Yeah. Uh, most people think it was Brian Singer. Uh, shocker. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked there. I think it probably to be has to be. And you're like, you don't, he can't name the be, person. I, because I wouldn't if, be shocked if it was Feige, not Feige. Uh, uh, I hope not. No, not Feige. Uh, the one who gotten, who did. Uh, Avengers. Oh, Joss came, Whedon. Yeah, the one who came under fire last year. Joss Whedon. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, we we don't know. We may never know. He didn't name the person because yeah. if there's no proof, he can get sued for defamation yeah. and stuff. So. And because he said no, his agency fired him. Yeah. And you don't hear about Matthew Lawrence doing anything no. these days. However, the three of them just announced that they're doing a brotherly love podcast. Going back through old episodes, just like everybody's doing now. Yeah. There's Pod Meets World. There's uh, Christy Carlson's, even Steven ones. Now there's going to be a brotherly love one. The office has two of yeah. them, at least three. Yeah. Oh. So that's interesting. I think it'll be interesting if like in 10 years down the road, somebody does a Glee one. And tells like horror stories of Leah Michelle. <laughs> Oh, that hasn't happened yet? <laughs> Nobody's going to podcast yet. <laughs> it'll be I, lo- like, I love her, but I don't hear good things. It'll be someone like Sam and Chang. 
they'll be the two actors who do the podcast and they'll be like yeah and this one time no uh, the 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 guy that was like prominent in the first couple seasons he had the glasses and he had like curly hair larry maybe yeah he did look like larry he was in love with uh rachel yeah 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 it'll be him and like the girl who couldn't sing the little scrawny girl who couldn't sing but she was rich sugar uh sugar sugar was that her name yeah i I think it was i think it was it'll be those two you know kids today love glee i mean maybe it's because i have the theater kids or whatever so it's sort of like on par but all the time they're like mr d you have serious mr shoe vibes i'm like oh well thank you well thank you yeah she can dance a a little better but a little eh <laughs> he can do a few things better than me, but that's okay. One thing that I think is funny is like, and I think Kelly Kapoor says it in the office when she says, So, like, one time you're going to tell me that like Shu can't dance, Jesse's making fun of him. And then in the next episode, he does this brilliant choreography number, and it's like, No, it's irresponsible. There's no consistency. Really? It's just irresponsible. I mean, this show, it always bothered me that like, Oh, we have no budget. We have no budget. We have no money for the Glee Club. And then every single, uh, I just wanted to sing. I wanted to sing this song for you with an empty theater, just you and me and a 20 piece orchestra and full lighting and fire. fire How are you paying these people (laughs) with your zero dollar budget? Will Schuster. (laughs) 30 and nerdy where you come to hear about Glee and, and theater. And that wouldn't be a bad episode. The curse of Glee. Talk about all the. Oh, I know those poor kids, man. Yeah. Three of them are gone. Three of them are gone. Yeah. It's crazy. Since it is May the 4th, have you gotten the newest Jedi game yet? Jedi Survivor? I have not. I have not yet. I am trying to hold off until I can secure myself a PlayStation 5. So it'll probably be midsummer or so before i can pull mm-hmm. that off but I, I i have plans of playing it have you played it yet mm. looks very good did you see the little uh commercial spot they did with mark hamill and yes uh cameron Monahan. cameron i always forget his name it's yeah funny. i thought that was very very cute yeah i didn't get i love lightsabers <laughs> I love that Mark Hamill is just so into doing all yeah. the Star Wars stuff. You know, he's so fan friendly and just all up with the culture. Love him. Yeah. He, because to him, unlike so many other celebrities in this world, it's not lost on him why he's where he is. And right. it's, it's much more rare to find people like Mark who are just like fanboys of the fandom. Yeah. Like fans of his fans. It makes me think of, um, oh gosh, and now I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Tommy, White Ranger. Oh. Jason David Jason. Frank. He Rest was he was all in with, yeah. with the fans and with the fandom. And I, I remember one of the first times I saw him at a convention, he was standing up on a table surrounded by, you know, Power Rangers fans. And he was like screaming, it's morphin' time or something. And I was like, you know what? That is... I, 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 
I want to say that if, if I were famous and like I was known for something like that, I yeah. would be like that too. Like, yeah, like this is what I'm known for. This is my mm-hmm. thing. This is what got me where I am and people love me for it. Yeah. I'm going to eat it up and I'm going to have fun with these people and like give yeah. them a memory. And why wouldn't you, you know? Absolutely. I'd eat um, it up too. Like speaking of power Rangers, did you see the Netflix? I have not watched it yet. Like I said, man, I am behind on a lot. I'm it's, behind on Mando three. I'm behind oh no. on, uh, I haven't seen Mario bros. Uh, I'm behind on the power Rangers. I just have not had time for anything. Yeah. You're missing some good stuff, man. The, uh, the Mario movie was incredible. The hype is real. First knew- animated movie to cross a billion. Yeah. Um, when I saw it, I knew like, this is going to be a huge thing. This, it was great. I was the, clearly the voice is fine. The voice was fine. The voice was absolutely fine. If he had done the real Mario voice for a whole movie, I think it would have probably gotten old. That's what people aren't thinking about. Mm. Uh, no, it was excellent. All the, the doubters. Yeah. You know, I, I think this pro- kind of proves them wrong. A billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. So clearly uh, yeah, it's great. Right. Mando was great. Uh, but the Power Rangers thing, it's definitely worth the watch. It's less than an hour. Okay. Um, and you know, you get all the nostalgia and all the all the feels. Yeah. So highly recommend. Good. Good. Uh, so what do you plan to do to celebrate May the fourth and of course the fifth as well? Well, uh, May the 4th will be a rather busy day for me because, or today will be a rather busy day for me. I am obviously heavily involved with the entire fine arts department at my school and, uh, a dear, dear friend of mine, my, my teaching partner, uh, Miss Lively, she's our choir director. Uh, we help each other out in our productions and stuff. She's got a concert tomorrow night and it, or tonight, and it is a movie theme. So I had to, I had to be involved with that. And I'm going to be starting the show out. She got me a Kermit the Frog puppet, and I'm going to be Kermit the Frog to start the show. And then Emma has, my daughter has a little solo at the end. They're doing the song from the Prince of Egypt, When You Believe. Oh. So at the Emma's going to end the whole concert. She has a little, you will when you believe solo. It's going to, it's going to blow adorable. people away. They're going to be a video. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a video. So I'm going to be doing all that and I'm running sound for them. So I'm going to be busy, but I'm hoping that when I get home, I can at least indulge in a couple episodes of uh, Clone Wars or Rebels mm-hmm. or, or something. At least I don't think I'll have time for a full movie. I've been wanting to watch uh, rewatch those episodes. Uh, I think it's Clone Wars where Obi-Wan and Anakin visit that planet that has like a physical embodiment of the force there's like mm-hmm. a family and there's like a, a son and a daughter and they're mm-hmm. like the light side and the dark side i want to go back and watch those yeah. so those are my only solid for good right now. that and maybe i'll make some blue milk or something <laughs> well we are going to be uh most of the day we'll be at work and we're going to be playing with some different star wars uh drinks to feature mm-hmm uh, with our Tennessee legend spirits uh, involved. Um, some of the names we're working with is the Grogu Rita. <laughs> um, Tuscan dirt water. Um, Yummy. Yeah, it's going to be like 
dirty cream and something else. So it'll look like, or it could easily be just like a dark, I don't know. I just thought the name because I took a, Maddie hadn't seen Mando yet. So we went through the first two seasons and then the book of Boba Fett. And there's that whole part about like the black melons that the Tuscans mm-hmm. drink their dirty mm-hmm. water out of. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's a drink. Tuscan <laughs> dirt water. Um, Tatooine sunset. Yeah. Uh, some other things. Just playing around with some names and stuff like that. Uh, so we'll be doing that uh, all day tomorrow and Friday. I will have running on the TVs Clone Wars. All the episodes I'll start it at the beginning and just have Clone Wars running through. And then tomorrow's final dress for uh, 39 Steps and then Friday's opening. So, What do you get when you mix a Hitchcock masterpiece with a juicy spy novel and add a dash of Monty Python? You get the 39 Steps, a fast-paced whodunit for anyone who loves the magic of theater. This two-time Tony and Drama Desk Award-winning treat is packed with non-stop laughs, multiple characters played by a ridiculously talented cast of four, an on-stage plane crash, handcuffs, missing fingers, and some good old-fashioned romance. So get your tickets now to Encore Theatrical Company's next show, The 39 Steps. Produced at Rose Center in Morristown, Tennessee, May the 5th through May 14th. For tickets, go to etcplays.com or call 423-318-8331, where it's not just theater, it's on call. What's up, guys? This is Logan, better known as The Rev of Rents on yours truly, 30 and 30 podcast. Exciting news coming to you because your boy now owns... A business and that business is Shane's Rib Shack in Georgia, McDonough Highway 81. And we've got some delicious food. We got ribs, we got wings, we've got tendies, we've got boneless, we got everything that you want. You like burgers? We got that too. And I would be very appreciative if you showed me the love that you showed me here, right here at 30 Nerdy Podcast. And go and find me in Georgia and eat some of that Shane's Shack food. And if you do, Always tell them that 30 and Nerdy sent you. And I promise, my word right here, you mentioned 30 and Nerdy, you get the free sweet tea. That's on me. And that's a promise. Because the reverence never breaks the promise. 30 and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Tennessee Legend Distillery, where legends are made. Here, we won't herd you like a bunch of old cattle, leaving you feeling dazed and crazed and in a smoky haze. Here, we aren't just another moonshine sip and stop in the volunteer state. We are much more. At Tennessee Legend Distillery, we will show you that billboards don't make you a legend. And here, you aren't just another sale and a printed receipt. Here, you are the legend. Come be a part of the legend by visiting one of our four locations located across the state of Tennessee. Whether you're visiting the small local town of Cookville, boot scooting in the music city of Nashville, or relaxing in the beautiful Smoky Mountains of Sevierville, Tennessee Legend Distillery will have you saying, make mine a legend, no matter what you sip on. Stop in and try any of our multi-award winning spirits like our King Snake Bourbon Whiskey, 
our 120 proof white corn hammer shine, or our number one seller, our salted caramel whiskey. Not only will you become a part of the legend, but you will also become part of our secret creed of spirits. That's right, Tennessee Legend Distillery is the only place you'll be able to find the exclusive Assassin's Creed Spirit Collection. We have the AC-15 four-year-old bourbon whiskey celebrating 15 years of Altair, Ezio, and all of the other Assassin's Creed characters. Next up, we have our Valhalla Vodka, a smooth, 80-proof, tasteless spirit that will keep you going on any cold or hot Midgard night. Last, but certainly not least, take to the high seas with our brand new Black Flag Spiced Rum, a spirit that would make Edward Kenway join our crew. These legendary exclusive spirits can only be found here, with more on the way. Brought to you by Ubisoft, Anthium Spirits, and Tennessee Legend Distillery. For more information, check out our TennesseeLegend.com or follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Live in another state? No worries. Go to kegandbottle.com. That's K-E-G-N-B-O-T-T-L-E, kegandbottle.com, and search Tennessee Legend Distillery. They'll deliver it right to your door. Mention 30 and Nerdy Podcasts while checking out in any one of our locations across Tennessee and receive a free shot glass. What are you waiting for? Come walk among legends at Tennessee Legend Distillery. Cheers to you, nerds. Rolling out, no worries, no cares. When the car came out of nowhere. That's when my whole world changed. Pills for the pain, medical bills insane. Lucky for me, I dialed OEB. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. The ones for you now call OEB Law. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now call OEB Law. Woke up all broke up and messed up. Laying there in pain as if it wasn't bad enough. Couldn't work much and the bills are piling up. Insurance company wasn't paying up. I was down, I was out, but I wasn't quite done. Call 546-1111. You're in pain, yeah, we got you. You can't pay, yeah, we got you too. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. The ones for you now call OEB Law. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now call OEB Law. Boom, turn your wreck into a check. We got your back now call OEB Law. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points are a companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hi, this is Danielle Three, voice actress. And don't let's make to the Turkey and Nerdy Podcast. Now, more stop, Timmy.
And uh, I think that we need to mention while we're here for this quick little update that uh, the two of us will be at MetrothamCon. Yes, absolutely. Next weekend, am I right? Next weekend, March 13th at 11 a.m. We are going to be running a Nerding in the 90s panel. We're going to talk all about what it was like being a, growing up in the 90s as a nerd, being a nerd in the 90s, long before it was part of the mainstream. Maybe yeah, some you're... words that was used in the 90s, the shows we watched, <laughs> the movies we watched, the characters we worshipped and read about in the I 90s. I think there'll, there'll probably be some wrestling talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm looking here at the website, and speaking of Power Rangers, Walter mm-hmm. Jones is going to be there. Zach, the Black Ranger, he is going to be there. Um, Jonathan Frakes from Star Trek is going to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. Rami Sharf, another this is another uh, uh Power Rangers uh, mm-hmm. person, she was the voice of Alpha Five and I, several yeah. other people. And this guy, let me get you his name, Spencer Wild Wilding. Spencer, uh, Wilding. Spencer Wildling says here that he was Kilowog in the Green Lantern movie. Oh, we won't hold that against him, yeah. He was, I guess he was in the suit for Mm -hmm. Darth Vader in Rogue One. Oh, cool. And this is pretty great. Guardians of the Galaxy, first one. The blue guy who had Star-Lord's headphones on in the prison. And he Uh, came through and confronted him. Hey, that's mine. He was that guy. Gotcha. So I'm going to definitely want to meet him. So it's in Chattanooga. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you should be there, too. You should be there, too. We're going to be there. You should be there, too. Chattanooga, Tennessee, March 13th. Uh, now, they are running March 12th through 14th, but we will be there th- the 13th, uh, hanging out, doing a panel on the 90s. We hope that you'll come by and see us. And uh, we're going we're gonna to talk all the thing 90s. We want to celebrate with you. We want to take pictures with you. You know, I, I want to wear 30 and nerdy stuff, but I also want to try to dress 90s. So, like... We need to find a way that we can incorporate 30 and nerdy while a sideways hat, definitely. Or even better, I have a shirt that hangs on a shelf in the side of my room here, my man cave. And on this shirt is a Band-Aid, and it says Moist Band-Aid or something like that. Uh, And a couple of years ago, Early on in the tenure of 30 and Nerdy, we had some sort of a bet wager, if you will. And I believe if I had won that wager, which I did, the result was that you would have to wear that shirt at any point in time of my choosing for the entire day. Is this correct, Tyler? What was the bet? I think it was uh, we did a poll and it was like about a, a debate we did. So this was very early on. Wow. And that shirt that was made by Zach from Advertising Expressions. Thank you, Zach. Yeah, I'm longest, looking at longest it. running sponsor of the show. It is hanging right here. And and I could throw a curveball at you and say, hey, I've already picked your outfit out for <laughs> you, pal. And I mean, it'd be a great talking point. Uh, it would. It would. So uh, will Tyler be wearing the hashtag moist bandaid shirt at oh, our oh. Nerd in the 90s talk <laughs> at Matrotham Con? Show up oh. and find out. 
in Chattanooga, Tennessee. In Chattanooga. <laughs> I always forget about that. That shirt. Good. Good. That's what I want. It's kind of like the slap bet, you know? Or the ducky tie. You just hold on onto it for a little while and eventually they'll forget. Yeah. And then you can just pull it out of the box whenever you need it. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Ah, oh, come on, Tyler. I wouldn't want to embarrass you. I love you. Yeah. You're waiting for a more, like, more central moment. Like, there will be more eyes on us. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what you're waiting on. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Because we also are going to be back at Fanboy this summer. We are. Which is shaping up to be the biggest fanboy in the history of fanboys. Oh, a hundred percent. And and Kevin Smith will be there. And I know you're gonna take a picture with Kevin. And wouldn't it mm-hmm. be a great talking point with Kevin Smith when he says, Hey, well, hey kid, why are you wearing this band-aid shirt? Mm. So that's a good point. It would be a great talking point. And then It'd I be could, memorable for then sure. I, then that would be the perfect open door to like work. Well, Kevin. I have this podcast. Here's our card. I made a bingo. bet in season one. Uh, bingo, so, bingo. Yeah. Yeah. So Lee Majors, Lindsay Wagner. So that's the bionic woman. Mm-hmm. And of course, the great Lee Majors. Maurice LaMarche and Rob Paulson. That's Pinky in the Brain. We've got Ted Lang from The Love Boat. Eric Ant Arndt, a.k.a. Do you know who what? Eric Arndt is? Uh, that's Zoe. That's Enzo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes, Enzo yes, yes, yes. Amore. Yes, I knew that. Yes. We're going to have Sasha Banks and Giancarlo Esposito there. Can't believe that. Graham McTavish. Wayne From Knight. Yeah. Newman. We've got some Willy Wonka cast members yes peter ostrom who was charlie we've got julie don cole who was veruca paris thimmon who was mike tv Mm -hmm. it's very rare that they do conventions especially all three of them together yeah that that'll be a pretty cool reunion because we've both done that show and like yes be like hey you know it'd be cool panel or something Mm -hmm. lawrence mccorey who played three different uruks in the Lord of the Rings trilogy in three different movies. And he was also the Nazgul King, the Witch King of Angmar. Got Holly Marie Combs from Charmed, Sam Witwer, who was, uh, he's the voice of Darth Maul in uh, Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also he was in uh, these uh, Star Wars video games back in the day, The Force Unleashed. Yes, he was. We also got Billy Boyd. Pippin, we've got Samwise Gamgee himself and the Dwarf Gimli and Hal Deer and Miranda Otto is Eowyn. I mean, it's going to be a massive Lord of the Rings reunion. Jack mm-hmm. Dylan Grazer from Shazam and mm-hmm. it. I mean, dude, this John Glover and Michael Rosenbaum. So a little Smallville reunion. Yeah. I mean, there's really something for everybody at this show. Mindy Cohn. I mean, she's she's on uh, Scooby Doo. She was in the Facts of Life. She mm-hmm. was Natalie in the Facts of Life back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got people from Dawson's Creek. Uh, Kerr Smith here. 
like, Joey Lauren Adams from Chasing Amy. Exactly. And she was and in Big into Daddy. comic books and artists, we've got Arthur. We have Arthur Sudam, Mike DiCarlo. Big artists. That's pretty cool right there. There's a lot happening. There is. I mean, this is really going to be a huge... And a lot of an, and some anime voices, Adrian Paul and Christopher Lambert. We're going to have a Highlander reunion. Lots of voice actors. Uh, we've got uh, the voices of Minnie Mouse and Donald Duck coming. So the voice that's of Goku be- and Vegeta coming. Kurt Angle, dude, Olympic this, gold medalist. Dude, this this is the biggest fanboy that has hit Knoxville. In ever. a decade, probably, if not ever. It's crazy. And guess what? Your boys are going to be there. We're going to be partnering up with our amazing sponsors, OEB Law Firm, in a, how shall I say, a multi-level LARPing-style experience that will keep you traveling all across the Middle Earth, if you will, of the convention center. You'll have to meet people. You'll have to scan QR codes. You'll have to answer riddles. You're going to go on your own little quest. Brought to you by OEB and 30 and 30 Podcast. And we're going to be right beside each other out there in the front. Beside their big, big stinking banner thing that they they do every year. Excellent. We're going to be right there. We're going to be taking pictures with everybody. We're going to be starting you on your quest. We're gonna get if, some. Uh, if anyone people involved, it's gonna makes be uh, the kingdom of Kiss Myanthia for LARPing. Yeah, the boy here would love to be a part of that, and uh, we can gingerly touch our. Tips. Let us gingerly touch our. T- <laughs> Rub a dub dub. <laughs> <laughs> to sleep, for just to dream. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, need to rewatch that now. Yeah. So uh, that's booty. That's booty. And the thing is, is it's just going to be a massive, massive summer for 30 and 30 podcast. And we want you along for the journey. We do. We want you along for the ride. Yeah, don't miss out, man. And as we said, we just celebrated our fourth birthday, so we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. Thank you all so much Yeah, for the continuing support, even when we have to take these little, like, few week breaks you know and only get you so some content here and there when we can uh and also a huge shout out uh to rev jumping in a couple weeks ago to do a stream mm-hmm. six episode thank you Logan. Uh, finally getting to talk about that uh which i'm sure you you went to the theaters to see josh because i know you love horror movies uh see it i saw it four times <laughs> i lift it you know me really good I hear that it was. Was actually. Yeah. But apparently the new Evil Dead is amazing. I heard that as well. Looks scary. We'll have to see if our friend David Horton has checked it out yet. Yeah, we'll have From to. Johnny has the keys podcast. Yeah. I'll be intrigued to see what he has to say about it. But yeah, we just wanted to stop in and update you all, talk a little Star Wars, which speaking of that, I have a little a little top. 15 feuds of the galaxy Ooh. far, far away. Okay. Okay. So obviously at number one, Vader and Luke Skywalker. Okay. Okay. Number two, we got Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. We got at number three, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. Okay. Mace Window, Windu and Chief Palpatine. Okay. Darth Vader and Darth Sidious. Okay. I don't know why that's so high. It was only for like a moment. Yeah. Ray and Kylo Ren. Yeah. Which did you see that she's getting another movie? I did. And I saw a, well. Takes place like 15 years after. I, I saw a leaked image. It may have been fake. Skip ahead if you don't want to hear. Uh, but it was like a picture of her with like a pregnant belly. Interesting. So we'll, I don't know. It may not have been real. Interesting. Anyway, continue with the feuds. Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren. Okay. Obi-Wan and Jango Fett. Anakin and Count Dooku. Dooku. I was about to say, where's Count Dooku on this list? Uh, Yoda and Count Dooku. Next has got to be like Grievous and Obi-Wan. The next one is... Han Solo and Kira. <laughs> okay. Weird. Whatever. Whatever. Weird direction to go with that number 13. Han Solo and Lando Calrissian. What? I don't know who made this. I mean, fan sided is is the is the site. I think they uh I, I don't know that feud is the right yeah, term. I think friendly competitors seeing this one is is digging a little deep anakin skywalker and gardula the hut um it's like for one movie that's like an episode of clone wars or something yeah Eh, i don't know about it they didn't even include like the inquisitors versus the grand inquisitor versus uh freaking uh what's his name freddie prince jr's character in rebels kanan kanan yeah or Ezra and the Inquisitor. We're getting or, Ezra soon. I know. I'm very excited. Stoked. Very excited. This is an interesting take. Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think some might argue that there wasn't much of a battle between the two because once Vader took over, Vader took over. Mm-hmm. But some of the comic books and some of the lore has these moments where maybe Anakin's trying to break through and Vader feels a little remorse or a little guilt or a little, you know, whatever. But then he always fights well, back. I feel that. like they could have added in like Jen or so and Commander Craddock from Rogue One, Han oh, yeah. Solo and Boba Fett. Han Solo out. and Boba Fett or Han and Jabba. Han and Jabba. I mean, they he had him put out. in Carbonite. Exactly. I mean, any of the Clone Wars. Like Ahsoka and, uh, well, Ahsoka and Vader would have been good uh, for Rebels. Mando and uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Moff Gideon. Yeah. I don't know who uh, who made this over at fansided.com, but I uh, disagree with some of them. A couple some of them, of are them little... there are not enough levity to. Yeah, I agree. There's no that. story there. I agree. Just no story. Do you kind of... I give it the, a solid C on that list. Do, do you feel like Obi-Wan and Vader is should be below Luke and Vader? Should it be number one? Yeah. 
I would yeah, say that maybe, number, one, because... number one, you could go so meta and so macro and just be like the light versus the dark. I was thinking that too, but I mean, if you think about it, like Obi-Wan and Vader slash Anakin was in the prequels as well as the originals. Yeah. The originals. Um, Whereas Luke and Vader was really only two of the movies of the originals. Yeah. You could also say a Skywalker and Palpatine, just the Skywalker name and Palpatine. Right. Or the emperor Leia and the emperor. Yeah, technically, but yeah. There's a few more that could have been could have been put into that. I mean, Ahsoka and Grand Admiral Thawne. That's that's going to be a. We're finally getting to see that really play out in the live action soon, which stoked yeah. stoked yeah. for more Ahsoka. Very excited for Ahsoka and Grand Admiral Thrawn. Oh, and Ezra. Yeah, and Ezra there's a lot cool. of things that I would normally mention right now but i can't because you haven't seen all of mando so i know i know i gotta get back on that i just gotta get i'll just uh zip the <laughs> lip on that I'll save that for a later date but i i, I am uh i'm very very happy that we got to sit down and do this little quick quick update and chat uh we'll be somewhat back on a regular schedule and and uh over the next couple of weeks things will be slowing down a little bit more for us so uh but thank you all very much for four fantastic years yeah um it's it's been great each year has been something new has happened and i honestly can't say that it would have been possible without the constant support uh over the years of you all so thank you thank you very much we appreciate you guys absolutely juice you uh you take her easy I'll do my best, man. And you uh, right. take it easy out there yourself. I will. Y'all be safe out there. Stay kind to yourself and stay kind to one another. And as always, may the fourth be with you. And cheers to you. There once were two dudes who met back in college. Nobody loved pop culture more. So they started a podcast to talk all about it. And 30 and Nerdy was born. Oh, 30 and Nerdy was born. You might hear them chat about shows like The Witcher or movies like Lord of the Rings. And if Josh has to choose, he is loyal to Marvel, while Tyler goes more for DC. Yes, Tyler goes more for DC. Now come, come, one and all, nerd up or shut up, just answer the call to be part of our journey into magical worlds. Join us and cheers to ya nerds. Join us and cheers to ya nerds.